it's the blackout what's up everybody on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast we talk about snowmageddon 2021 the corona snowmageddon pandemic blizzard of 2021 yes indeed if jay and his family made it Anybody else made it, didn't make it through R.A. Either way, we're going to talk about that today and more on this episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Also, dog on dog action. That's nasty. Oh, All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to episode 175 of the hashtag blackout podcast i'm jerry 175 what up people i'm g and we're back and at it again jay jay man how was the week cousin yeah it was stressful no i ain't gonna say what i mean it was it it was what it was um yeah lots of snow (laughs) lots of snow lots of ice lots of disgruntled people lots of everything going on here Texas, I'm sure throughout the South. So it was, we made it through. So yeah, we're here. We are here. Yeah, that's good, man. So, how, so for the people out there, you live in the Dallas Fort Worth area, if they don't know already. And mm-hmm. you, um, how, how long did you leave? Did you lose power for? Let's see. We lost it. Let's see. So Monday at early AM. So I guess about two ish so 2 a.m to uh i guess it was fully restored at wednesday evening wednesday at like 9 p.m is when we got full power back like we got it back for like maybe an hour or two a day before that and then it just shut off um supposedly because they were doing Mm -hmm. My, I'm doing my air quotes, rolling blackouts, but that wasn't the case because, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they they did it didn't roll over here. If it went off, it went off for a long amount of time. So, but um, yeah, some some yeah, people didn't. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, some people didn't even lose their power. Some people were like, I was in communication with some people through my job, like we're on this department, like text message chain or whatever. So some people had theirs on for like an hour, then they lose it for 45 minutes, then they come back on for an hour. So that's what should have been called the rolling blackout. But for other people, yeah. uh, it just completely stayed off for sometimes 12 plus hours, sometimes a whole day, sometimes. Some people said they were out of power for pretty much a whole week. So, wow. it, uh, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. No explanations. Yeah. Um, you know, having lived down there and gone through some ice storms and snowstorms and whatnot. Excuse me. I know the grid. I know the power grid is not prepared for that because Texas took themselves off like the federal grid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're independent because Texas like to just be Texas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Texas like the Texas like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, in a situation like this, it hurts because you have millions, like millions and millions of people, you know, more than most other states. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, you know, a situation like this where the power grid is stressed, 
you can't rely on Louisiana or Oklahoma or New Mexico for help. It's all mm-hmm. on you. And yep. there's not enough power plants out west part in the west part of Texas to help the eastern part of Texas. So mm-hmm. it's um it's crazy, man. And you know, I know it gets cold down there quick when oh, it's yeah. cold outside, like down in the teens or single digits or whatever. And and mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I know some people are like, man, it's like thirty degrees in my house. And I'm just like, I don't even I you know, yeah. I don't know. I it's hard to fathom that, you know, unless you've been inside of a situation yeah. like that before. Yeah. So we we were sitting standing in the house and we could actually like you know when you like exhale you could see like this cloud of I don't know mist or fog yeah. come out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we so yeah, we were actually we were actually seeing our breath in the inside the house. Yeah. You know, that's how cold it was getting and uh of course we go to the cars to try and keep our phones charged but then mm-hmm. cars really, you know, it could only provide so much heat, <laughs> you know, yeah, so we we're all right. packed inside with the dog trying to get mm-hmm. warm. Uh, my truck battery died because it was so cold. So I eventually I oh, was yeah. able to jump start it with my wife's car. But, you know, still, yeah. it was just a big, uh, it was a big fiasco. And I know we yeah. got, we're, we're fortunate we didn't have no broken pipe, no busted pipes or. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Anything like that. So. We're we're good on that end, but a lot of people are like, yeah. they've been going through hell, you know, pipes, yeah, yeah, everything get through busted. Insurance stuff, yeah. yeah, if insurance even helps them out, you know, I mean, they should help them out. I mean, those people in like apartments and stuff. Hopefully, they mm-hmm. had like renters insurance or something like that. But um, yeah, I'll tell you, man. Yeah, I, I know. I've you know some family and friends that have pipe bust issues, and I saw one. <laughs> I saw one picture where, you know, uh, one of my friends, she was like, I was just putting away some towels, leaving the living room. And then I saw, then I turned around and saw like the first chunk of ceiling that fell down and her ceiling was like way high up, you know, like 15, 20 feet up in the air or whatever. Yeah. And so she was like, she's like, I looked at it and then I saw more start to crack. And then, I mean, it was probably, it was probably like a, you know, about 20 by 20 foot uh, mm-hmm. cut a ceiling that fell from, fell from above and it looked like it rained uh it snowed uh pink uh insulation all over the place right you know right. like her whole living yeah. room all her you know all her furniture and whatnot is all just destroyed mm-hmm. so that's a lot of people uh yeah you know some people were, were more and less fortunate i know my mom and sister down there they had power for most of the week i think they only lost it for one day um or maybe like about you know 12 18 hours but then they mm-hmm. kept it uh, uh outside of that so yeah thankfully you know yeah. they were okay but yeah a lot of people I mean, were, yeah were i mean we had to resort to like this particular inc- incident you know with the coal and everything had me kind of resorting to uh things i i guess we kind of grew up with so we were you know my mm-hmm. wife and i we were like talking about Heating the house with a, you know, just a stove. You know, I grew up doing yeah. that. And I'm sure, you know, she's probably had yeah. to do that oh, yeah. too as well. You probably did too, as well as oh, a yeah. bunch of other people. So heating the house with the stove. Uh, so we could actually use our stove and we could cook because we have gas. Yeah, you know, gas and stuff. Um, what else? Uh, so I know you have a fireplace, but you yes. but you, like, you didn't use it. We didn't use it, but it's a gas fireplace, and um, 
we didn't use it because we didn't get it in we hadn't had it inspected since the uh since we moved in so yeah, yeah so i okay. i i looked in there everything was like cleared out as far as like the the chimney wise so it wasn't clogged mm-hmm. up or anything but there was a lot of debris and stuff at the bottom like this mm-hmm. real this i don't know if anybody else out there knows but this salt like debris or material at the bottom I don't know what that's from because we've never had gas uh, fireplaces growing up. Mm-hmm. We've just had, you know, wood burning fireplaces. So, yeah, yeah I, I didn't want to take a chance because I started reading online. People like having in articles about stuff like that, relating it to like carbon, something as big and bad as carbon monoxide issues. Yeah. And then some people just say, oh, it's just the runoff from like natural gas uh deposits or whatever mixing with the air so i didn't yeah. know who to believe so i best i best not use it and just wait until i could call a professional to check it out so i'm gonna have that done i mean it's never gotten this cold i don't think it's gotten this cold since i've been here yeah uh there's been one of the two other times where it snowed really bad but it hadn't been to the point where it got down to zero degrees mm-hmm. or like one degree so you know, uh, yeah, but we made it through. I had the kids uh, constructing games, so we played yeah. some board games, and then I brought them back to. You remember the old paper paper basketball tournaments we used to have? Oh yeah, oh back yeah. In the day, so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That. That's funny. Yeah, so um, it was all it was all good. It was a interesting time. That know? is funny. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah, it's I, I know it's crazy down there, and I know you know it. Even though you had that fireplace, it's probably best to best to um, you know, be safe. What she say? What she say? Uh, my my wife, she's talking. She she can, she can hear you. I can hear I, you. Yeah. No, she was she was just saying how she you know we boiled we actually put a few pots of pots of water on the stove and just boil boil the water mm-hmm. to kind of like insulate the house, but it was more humidity and stuff in the house. I mean, it's still warm. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we were thinking about constructing a <laughs> a ventilation pipe over the stove to kind of like warm the whole house with some aluminum oh, foil. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to just... be careful with carbon monoxide. You can't have it constantly running. You still have to be careful. With okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's uh, true. Though. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a uh, it was something, man. We 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 made it through. Yeah. I think my my biggest concern, and I I was like concerned about it. A lot of people were posting on our, our Ring app, you know, the the community for the Ring app. Um, yeah. People were, like, out of water. Their water pipes froze. They couldn't get any water. Obviously, they didn't have electricity or anything like that. But then I started thinking about all the people down, and excuse the people who doesn't live here, but Lancaster, for for instance. You, you've you been down there. Oh, Lancaster. man, in the hood, yeah. Yeah, so I... Like I said, I think I might have mentioned this in a couple episodes, a few episodes before. Uh, like I took a trip down there, like not too around Christmas time, just to donate some clothes and stuff. And I could like equate Lancaster to like Skid Row in Los Angeles because it was that many people that were homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, tents just lined yep. everywhere. I mean, everywhere. So yep. I'm wondering, I'm curious to know what they did because shelters run out of space so fast they don't have the the equipment or the 
real estate to even make any shelters or have people go in and stay there to get out this cold. So I'm curious to know what they did, how they managed to get through it. Um, yeah, but you know, yeah. we, we're uh, lucky we, we got through. Yeah, and yeah, definitely. Get through regardless. So. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's wild, man. Yeah, I can't even imagine it. I know, I know there were places, uh, you know, eventually that were able to open up their doors for people to come in and just get warm for a few hours. You know, uh, I know that, and, and I know some places, I know, at least in Houston, I know there are places that you could, you know, that people could go, you know, that were homeless or whatever, or that the power was out. You know, if they could travel safely there, they could, you know, just hang out for a couple hours, get warm, you know, maybe get a bite to eat. Uh, but then a lot of those places, you know, closed down for the night and you had to wait to come back the next day. And I know, I think the only place in Houston was the, the convention center that was actually open, um, you know, for homeless people to come and stay, uh, uh, you know, during that time. And, uh, you know, it was nice that the that the city opened that up. Um, it's just a, it's just a tough situation. And, you know, being in Texas, you know, if anybody's from the south, they already know it's going to be hot down south for most of the year or yeah. at least. Or at least the climate's going to be, you know, pretty like reasonable, uh, right. except for you know the winter months for like two months or two to three months. It could get cold, uh, you know, anywhere between. I, I guess fifty degrees down there is cold. Y'all, yeah. y'all start bringing out the parking. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, yeah, but if it gets down to singles or negative, then yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, and what's crazy is you know they were talking about the in the the grid and the energy, uh, everything was just like overloaded people using everything but then i'm thinking to myself you know my wife and i were talking i was like they get 100 plus degrees down here every yes, summer yes exactly and they all people are using acs and everything during the summer why isn't that overloading the grid yeah exactly but this little this coal issue doesn't overload it you know because people yeah. are using more natural gas i think than anything I mean, it's pretty much split down the middle. You know, that's some people using natural gas for heat and some people using electricity for heat. Why would that overload it? And they were given the excuse of, uh, well, the wind turbines were like froze over. And it's like, what? You know, and then there's multiple people who work on wind turbines jumping into like yeah. conversations saying, no, I work on wind turbines. Those things do not get frozen to the point where they just stop working. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. That's the it's thing. Weird, man. I mean, I, I think I think the only because that's what I thought too. I was like, I was like, I was like, it gets like hundred some degrees there yeah. in most of the state, you know, for for months on end. So you know, people be using air conditioners like crazy then, and you know, just the same where you know people's air conditioners be going out because they use it so much. So mm -hmm. like, why isn't that you know as impactful as as the you know heating the house and stuff like that and. Right. I mean, I, the only thing, the only thing that I could think of is if you get into a situation where you have to use your air conditioner, excuse me, even though it may be hot outside, you can always open your windows and still get a breeze or, you know, get some comfort. Right. Right. Whereas when it's cold, maybe not. But I was, but still, you know, there's also restaurants and stores and all these other businesses that also need that, that energy for the grid to cool it off. So I don't know, man, I just know that they're not prepared and they need to go ahead and build some power plants, put some money toward that. Mm -hmm. You know, or 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 get on some kind of deal with another state to get help. You know, this yeah. situation when it when that happens. Um, yeah. You know, and and it it is what it is, man. But 
Yeah, but I'm glad y'all. I'm glad y'all made it through. You know, all of our family. Uh, you know, down there, uh, my side with my mom's side, and then also my dad's side. Um, everybody, uh, you know, made it through. Some of them lost power. Some of them didn't lose power at all. Some of them lost power. Oh. And, you know, had to had to use a lot of different uh, tactics. You know, and, and yeah. but it was still yeah. good. So yeah. So there's a um, there's talk about Highland Park here in uh you know the dallas area oh yeah, yeah. park which is i guess some people kind of describe it as kind of like the beverly hills of dallas some yeah. people would they did not lose power at yeah. all you know so there's talk about wow. why these rich folks not losing any power but then you go no a way. couple blocks away from from highland park and there's absolutely nothing yeah you know why man it's because you know they they put all the resources there. And let me tell you something else. So Jerry Jones, the Cowboys mm-hmm. owner, right? I reposted a story on Facebook during the week that his power company uh, was making out like gangbusters during this whole power outage, really? you know, power surge situation. Yeah, because it's it's a power company that he uh, he owns like you know a heavy share of stock, you know, heavy share of the percentage. So basically, it's his company. Um, and yeah, they you know they had a report this week that, you know, their chief financial officer said that, you know, they were, you know, they were um, catching like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I can't remember the term, but basically they were like thriving, you know, throughout this time when people were like, sure, you know, dying, literally dying. So, yeah. So guess where Jerry Jones lives? Highland Park. Of course. Yep. There you go. So he wasn't going to lose no power. So he he probably found a way to get, you know, to get power, um, you know, fed there from his power company because, you know, that that is a possibility, you know, and um, and yeah, he, uh, you know, he did that. And yeah, that I mean, it it makes sense now that they didn't lose power. You know, it's it's sad for everyone else, you know, Mm -hmm. but in a situation like that, those people should have been out there trying to, you know, trying to. I mean, there, there's, I don't know. I know it was ice cold. I know nobody was, it was probably not safe at all to travel on the road or do anything mm-hmm. else like that. But that's a situation where you, you know, a lot of times you have to realize how fortunate you are and try to maybe find a way to help others. And maybe yeah. they did. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not there, but it's wild. Crazy. So whatever, man. Um, yeah, but I'm glad y'all made it, uh, you know, and everybody else. Uh, you know, I have friends that, you know, I had property damage, but, you know, for the most part, it seemed like they were doing fine. I even have one friend who, uh, him and his wife, you know, decided to fill up a couple of balloons with, um, with, uh, you know, I guess like, uh, food coloring water and throw them in the air and like make them explode to see if they could turn into like colored, you know, like dust or whatever, mm. powder, not powder, okay. but you know, steam, steam to yeah. turn to snow, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't fail. It didn't work. They failed horribly, but it was still... <laughs> I think they were trying to make the mo- you know the best of a, of a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I understand. Yeah, so whatever. But I'm glad y'all made it through, and everyone else, uh, and you know, hopefully, continue to to get better down there. And me personally, uh, when it comes, uh, uh, or I guess business wise, when it comes to hook shrubs and spices, I sent y'all and my sister and your mother uh, in Louisiana um, a, a package full of some hook shrub boudin and also. Some, uh, you know, which is your dad's recipe and also some, um, some sausage that I made, 
uh, okay. you know, just as a taste test and also just to test the, uh, the mail system. And so, yeah, man, I was, I, I sent it out the Saturday before Snowmageddon and I was like, dang, <laughs> hopefully it gets there. Cause it was supposed to get there on yeah. Tuesday. It was supposed to get right, there on Tuesday. Right. So I was like, they should be fine. Yeah. And then I know that yours and my sister's in Houston didn't arrive until Saturday. So a full week. Uh, and But then I know your mom and them got theirs, you know, a couple days before that. And my brother got his on Tuesday, the day it was supposed to arrive. So wow. thankfully, everybody's stuff that has arrived so far made it fine. It wasn't spoiled and yours won't be either because yeah. you know, if it was still cold, yeah. it's fine. But yeah, man, that, that scared me because I was like, man, I'm sending this food. I hope it doesn't turn. But then I realized, you know, it's cold down there. It's, mm-hmm. it's ice cold down there. They're going to be either in a truck or in a factory where it's also going to be cold. So it should be fine. You know, yeah. it, it should, if it was like the summer, then yeah, it would have spoiled, but it's fine. Yeah. Like I completely forgot about it until like we were, my wife and I were sitting in the living room watching TV and it was like uh-huh. 1045 roughly and my yep. little ring doorbell uh, app goes off saying there's somebody at my front door. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who the hell's at the front door at midnight? Somebody's trying to break in. <laughs> right. So I went and I, I looked Jehovah through the Witness. little it's Jehovah Witness. Oh boy, I I wouldn't be surprised. Missionary, yeah, Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. So I looked at the camera through the camera, and I was like, I saw a big Penske truck. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? So I went and I was like looking. I saw a box on the ground. I was like, oh, that's the package he was sending. Why Mm -hmm. the hell are they delivering this at 11 p.m. at night? Yeah. So 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 I wouldn't call them and file a case that that uh, I need my money back for sending Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, it's wild. But I'm I'm glad it got there, man, because I was I was concerned, uh, you know, at a point. But glad it got there, you know, so y'all can taste some of that uh, tasty goodness of hooks rubs. And and what I did was I made a pork sausage, uh, and I made one with our smoke and sweetness flavor with cheese. Um, mm. And then I also made a midnight sausage with uh, midnight, uh, so it looked like a nice black, long black. <laughs> sausage nah. you know what i'm saying yeah all full right of, full of uh full of that, that dark meaty goodness anyway so so all right i made some of those so i sent some of those down to y'all and i think i sent a pack of boudin which um when i made it uh when i made it it was the first time i was using my meat grinder and mm. sausage stuffing attachment so uh it was a journey it was uh it was uh it was an adventure but I made it, and to me, it tastes about the closest to, to you know, your dad's boudin and, and whoever boudin from down there uh, that was better than that Zumo's. So I can't wait till y'all try it. I do know that there's some things that I want to change about it, but um, but yeah, I think it turned out pretty well. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah man. I'm going to put it on the grill today. Yeah, Check it good out. deal. Good deal. So let's let's go ahead and talk about these phone calls. I know we got some phone calls this week. Uh, we got some new messages, or at least a new message from, you know, a new caller. So that's pretty dope. Uh, so, Jay, why don't you go ahead and, um, oh, yeah, we got we got three distinct callers, three different people. So that's, nice. that's amazing, guys. Thank you all. That's so, good. yeah, so, Jay, why don't you go ahead and tell the people where they can find us, and then we can get, get to the show. Oh, yeah. All right. Three, eight, five. Beat. Blee, three. Whoa. <laughs> Let's start over again. <laughs> that didn't come out right. Rewind. Skirt. 3853 B L A K P C or 385 325. 
2572. That's where you could call there us. There you go. Yes, listening. indeed. Yes, indeed. Here we go. So, three, two, one, and. It's Mr. Steve and let. No, it's Mr. Steve and ain't nothing. Let me tell you. Mother Nature came to Memphis with her drunk, funky dad <laughs> and just threw up all over the south. Man, look. We snow. I'm talking snow, snow. We ain't had snow like this since 1994. Wow. When I tell you, don't in the car stuck. Look, if you got a big giant truck, you can make some money in here, down here. And I heard about the Dallas Fort Worth, uh, you know, uh, the expressway, the wreck, and people being without electricity. And uh, I, I get it. Uh, my heat just got fixed yesterday. It's been out for about a week. It was like 43 mm. degrees in my house. Mm. Uh, the Oof. temperatures had gotten down to one single digit. And let me tell you, uh, it's just really been interesting. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. It's about 2.37 a.m. in the morning and uh, I couldn't sleep. So I'm up. And bundled up, even though my heat is now working, but, you know, I'm looking at TV. You know, I'm looking at this funeral home on Netflix called Mika Bernard or something, y'all. These folks are hilarious. So you get a little insight of Memphis people. Okay, then. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, thank you, Kayla. Man, 43 degrees, she said? Yeah. That's cold. Ooh, that's cold. That's cold. That's cold, yeah. I, but thankfully, her air conditioner got fixed. And she sent that on Wednesday. So that was, you know, day, what, one and a half, day two of the whole Snowmageddon situation down there. You guys were already enduring it. And she had just yeah. she had just begun just to get touched that. down over there. Yeah, yeah so that's wild, man. Wow. Um, that, something that she said in the call, a phrase that she said in the call. I'll, I'll talk about it after we get through these voicemails. But, but yeah, I... I just want your thoughts on this phrase that she she uh, stated, and because people say the same thing a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. and so we'll get to that in a second. Anyway, all right. Okay. Next up, three, two, one. It's tag blackout podcast. It's your East Coast Vice King correspondent, J. Del Negro. Hey, <laughs> hey, from the House of Waves and the Black Del Negro. So a couple weeks ago, you guys were talking about um, BET Uncut, and what I found out was that last week, BET Uncut returned, but in conversation only, which is kind of a disappointment, because BET hyped it up to be a bunch of nothing, is my question to you guys. What return have you anticipated, be it a movie, a woman in your previous old life, uh, some food, the McRib, uh, anything? What have you anticipated anticipated returning that has only led you to disappointment? Again, this is Jay Negro from the Don't Judge Me podcast. I'm here with Nigel House of Waves, Dark Gray Triad. Looking left because I ain't right. Love the show. Look forward to your responses, guys. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, BET Uncut did come back to a whole lot of nothing. So, 
Wow, what Ooh, return? That's a good question, man. Disappointing that's a good question. return. Let's see here. I mm. um I do know that I do know that that when you uh what is it? Whenever uh, they just said something about the McRib. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know that was that was definitely um, you know, something that I was disappointed by, but then again, I was never really like, I was never really like that person to be like, man, that's the best barbecue in the world. I can't wait till McDonald's come back with that McRib and then ate it and thought it was trash. Like it was always semi-trash, you know, but, but I was excited to see it back because one of them things that you don't see for a long time. But then, uh, you know, when they brought it back every, see, every time they bring it back, they claim it's going to be bigger and better. And it's still the same exact sandwich. It's just marketing. Um, so yeah, McRib, that's pretty funny. But then uh, sometimes my tax return is one yeah. of those things that I'm disappointed. But oh, yeah. I <laughs> that one, you know? that one right there, uh, that one right there. You know, the Mac. Whenever, whenever the Mac return, you know, return of the Mac. I was disappointed in that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to echo the the tax return because. Oh. Uh, I saw what we're getting back this year as com- as compared to like previous years, and I'm like, nah, B, that's mm-hmm. uh that's that's pretty shady. I'm not I'm not happy with this one, but yeah, uh, wow, that's a good question. I'm gonna have to think on that one because there's like so many thoughts going through my head with like television shows and uh, yeah, and movies. Um, yeah, wow. That 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 that's a pretty good question. And, um, that's a very good question. And maybe maybe we can maybe we can uh, 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 you know maybe we can I guess think about that and comment on that throughout the show. <clears throat> I do know that there are uh, several video games uh, that I was disappointed in. Um, you know when their sequels came back out. You know like whatever the next version of whatever the video game was. Um, I would say there's a lot of Sonic games uh, that I did not like, you know, after like the first, you know, one or two came out that were good. Um, you know, there, there's several games like that that were bad. Uh, Halo was one of them. I think it was like Halo. Halo Wars. ODST. Halo Wars. or Yeah, ODST. Yeah, that was, that was a bad one. That was bad. Yeah. There was a lot of video games like that that just did me wrong, you know. Yeah. And I was not happy about that. Um, yeah. Rainbow Six Siege also I know there's people out there who like it I think it's pretty trash mm-hmm. um, mm, what else Splinter Cell there was like it was I can't remember whatever like the latest the last Splinter Cell and that's been a long time since that came out but some of the Resident Evils were bad I'm going to tell you one I you didn't know? like it's probably controversial uh-huh. Super Mario Brothers 2 I was disappointed in that game. Ooh, I was thinking about that too. I didn't say it because I was like, I do love all the Mario's. I do. Again, all yeah. of them were great, but that one was <sighs> like the one that was like, hey, I don't know about this one. Um, yeah, yeah, that game. That I know what game, you mean. Definitely. What? So, so if you can, if you can remember it or, or think enough about it, like, what was the thing that 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 made you not like it? Do you remember what made you not like it? <laughs> Well, I guess the main thing is because I still hadn't beaten it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, okay. I, I think it to me it was just it, 
I don't know, man. It just felt too much. It felt like too much was changing from the first one. Because, like, mm-hmm. one and three seem very similar. But then two yeah. was its own little thing where you in the... I don't know. Well, I guess three, you had the sand stuff. You could go in the sand. You could pick up turnips and throw turnips and all kind of vegetables and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I just did not like it. It had the little the little yeah. ninjas. I forgot their names, but uh, in those little black star looking thing. I don't know what they were, but I don't know. Part two was just uh, I don't. I just didn't like it at all. Yeah. I was disappointed in it. Replay value was like. So, so it yeah. Part two though, you could play as multiple different characters, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So you know what, and and I think that was the first time that you know that you had a character that could that could float, you know, for longer than longer than like a normal Princess Peach could float. Luigi could mm -hmm. jump super high. Yeah. And Toad was real fast. And Mario was just Mario. Yeah. Whack. Um. Yeah. So. So this is my thing, man. Um, oh, and I got I got something else about this Mario situation. So then again, so this is my thing. Like, while it was I, while it was sort of more disappointing, you know, at the time. Now that I think about it, I think it was a little more revolutionary. It was a little before its time for some of the mechanics that they had in the game, mm-hmm. like Princess Toad floating, you know. And I know that there was other games that you could do that in, sort of. But nothing that was similar to that. Most games, if you hit jump, it was like, bow, bow. you know what I'm saying? It was like a quick jump. So like that. Uh, and the ability to play multiple characters, you know, within the, the scope of the same game. Um, uh, you know, or if two players are playing, you know, you can you don't have to play like two main characters. You know, I, I think there was things like that about that, about that Mario that were, um, you know, that were better than or, or you know, that were sort of before its time. You know, because there's a lot of games that, that came along after that that obviously mm-hmm. way over improved on anything that they ever did. Right. So, yeah, so I, I do appreciate it for that. But yeah, there was a lot of trash in that game too. It was yeah. it was the Mario that I that I that I played the least. I think. Um, yeah, but the other thing is this. Okay, so speaking of Mario, and this is going on a little bit of a tangent off of off of the main question. Um, <laughs> our current president, Joe Biden. Uh, I'll actually say his name compared to the Cheeto from before. Uh, he uh, apparently he was uh, was it like Camp David or whatever it is where the presidents go and like chill for a bit and have a mini mm-hmm. vacation. And he was playing he was playing Mario Kart with his granddaughter, right? And mm-hmm. uh, come to find out, the character he played with was Luigi. And there were people there were people that I saw that were disappointed that he was playing with Luigi, and they were mad. And I mean. I just got. I, I have a question for you. Like, when you play Mario Kart, what is your favorite character? We can put that comment out, that question out to the people too. What's your character? What's your favorite character to play when you play Mario Kart? Um, it's not maybe, Mario for sure. And why? Yeah, yeah. So this could be any version too. It don't have to be like the latest. It doesn't matter. Uh, I hadn't played the latest one, but you know, just from like Luigi's always been my dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I I didn't really care for Mario. Uh, Luigi and Toad were the the two uh, ones I played with the most. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes Yoshi, but Luigi and Toad were like the two two main ones I played with. Yeah, yeah. See me, I go Luigi first, 
right? Luigi's my main. I, they call it like Luigi main. So Luigi's mm-hmm. my main. And then I go with Yoshi. Um, and then um, who is it? Uh, if I go for like a large, like a bigger character, mm-hmm. I go like Donkey Kong or Koopa. Or Bowser, sorry, Bowser. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I go with one of them. Um, so those are those are my the three ones that I, I would normally play with. And I don't have a problem at all with Luigi because Mario is the worst. I think Mario is the worst character on it. Uh, Mario and then um, uh, there's somebody else I can't remember right now. I, I know Princess is pretty whack, um, you know, on there as well. Princess, Toast or whatever, but... Yeah, yeah, Luigi's the best one. So I saw people who were like disappointed that he was playing with Luigi, and I was like, I was like, y'all must have missed the boat because Luigi's the best character on there. But hey, that's just me. That's just my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna continue with the voicemails. We are gonna think more about these disappointing comebacks, though. You know, because that's that's definitely worth to be talked about if we if we think about that, but. We're going to get this third voicemail, third and last voicemail in for the week. And this is from a whole new caller. First time caller, long time listener. I'm just putting that words out there. I don't know. Three, two, one. What's going on, guys? It's John Salvatore. I finally was able to write the telephone number down because you (laughs) slowed it down. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Mm. Just calling. I've met to call so many times before, but you guys say the number so fast, it's hard for us to keep up. <laughs> anyway, so can we talk? Are, how far along are you guys into WandaVision? Are you caught up? Are you episodes behind? Because, nigga, this most recent episode, <laughs> yo. And can we talk about how Agnes, no, Agatha Harkness, Theme song kind of knocked though. Anyways, I'm blacking out, you guys. Later. <laughs> hey, appreciate that, John. Oh man, that's great. Thank you, John. I know it's been a minute. Love your show. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that's two shows we heard from today: the John Effect and also uh, the Don't, Don't Judge, Judge Me podcast. Yeah. So, as far as Wandavision is concerned, um, yeah, I uh, I think I'm into like episode what five now. Uh, so I'm sorry I have not finished it yet um, but yeah if you talk about it I'll be fine I, you, you know you, you yeah. can spoil it for me I'll be perfectly fine well, I am I am fine. I'm all caught up uh, I love it now it's uh, Agnes or Agatha Harkness uh, we didn't know I mean there was like some speculation in some of the earlier episodes because uh that that could have been her. That could be her. Well, I guess we know mm-hmm. now. But yeah, there was like some some earlier uh, indications in the, the previous episodes that it, it could have been her. And hey, it turned out to be her. And it's pretty cool because like like John was saying there, she has like her her little. She came with like her little intro theme song, kind of like it was a intro to a sitcom, mm-hmm. kind of like what they're doing with the whole thing. It was, it was pretty dope, man. I'm, I'm glad they went that route. And now, towards the end of the last episode, she revealed herself to um, to uh, Scarlet Witch, to um, Wanda. Um, so, I'm curious. I think the next episode is the last one. I think there's a total of eight, if I'm not mistaken. Eight? Yeah. I think eight. Maybe eight is a total. 
So the la the next one is probably going to be the last one. And yeah, they're, they're going to bring it all together. So I'm curious to see what it's going to turn out like. So, so far it has, re it has totally redeemed itself and brought it to that, that Marvel level of like keeping you on your toes and, and you want to know yeah. more. So, yeah. yeah. So two, so two questions that I have, um, mm -hmm. because I'm behind and, and yeah, I don't, I'm good, good with spoilers. So, um, question A, explain to me who Agnes is, Agatha is, like who, who this actual character, like what, what her, what, what is her, um, her grand, uh, I guess what is her part in the whole grand scheme of things that, and then I forgot question two, but as you answer, I'll remember it. <laughs> well, she, she is a witch herself, a pretty powerful witch if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know her whole story or her whole background so i'm not gonna pretend like i do but what i do know she's a very powerful witch and i think in uh i remember reading some time ago that she at one point she did put wanda under a spell uh to make her forget like maybe she had amnesia or something like that i could be completely wrong um i do know she does have some affiliations with some of the good superheroes the the people mm -hmm. on the good side of things, mm -hmm. maybe in different different times, uh, she does make those affiliations. Um, but as far as this whole story within this Wanda episode, I think mm -hmm. she is the one that's pretty much cast the complete spell to make Wanda somewhat forget everything. Because in the previous episode, she was struggling to to try to remember what was going on. Mm -hmm. uh, if you. And yeah, I've seen some of yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's all coming. It's sort of coming back. Oh, obviously now it's going to all come back to her because the next episode is probably going to reveal everything. Um, but that's what I think it is. It's been yep. Agatha pulling strings all along. And uh, what uh, her motive okay, is, so, I don't know. Yeah. So she's basically like, I don't know, you know, because like I, I think I'm just seeing her for the first, maybe for the. I just saw her like I think that I guess fully noticed for the first time uh, or I guess I saw her in the black and white episode but then when she was in the episode where she was on uh, maybe episode four when they had the babies the twins yeah, yeah, um, yeah and she was on the one side of the fence talking to the brother uh, yeah. she uh, I, I noticed who she was and she was trying to be it seemed like she was very uh, persuasive because she was like mm -hmm. she was like don't talk about that you know what I'm saying so um so yeah, so I I, uh, I guess when they're asking if the other lady was in there with Wanda with the babies, I don't know. So uh, she was like, you know, very persuasive in the situation. So now that you say that she's a witch, maybe she has basically created, and, and then also saw in one of the episodes that, um, I guess the next episode that I'm on right now where uh, Monica Rambo's daughter, I can't remember her name off top right now, went back to investigate you know, the town of Westview and apparently it's not even a real thing. Um, you know, so maybe, oh, you mean, maybe, Oh yeah. Or, Monica Rambo. Yeah. So Monica Rambo is the, like her mother was, um, uh, shucks. What was her name? Wasn't that her name? Monica? No. Well, no, the girl, the, the woman in this one is Monica Rambo. Oh, okay. Her mother was the friends with, uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Rambo, whatever. Either way, so they, they found out that that town of Westview was not real. And so now yeah. that you say that, and now that I have that, you know, foreshadowing 
before I get there, maybe this lady has created this town in all these people's minds and like basically like basically like hypnotize them. You know what I'm saying? If she's a witch, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If yeah. she has that, if she's that strong, then that that could be pretty yeah. insane. Yeah. So yeah. And if you uh, if you keep going along, you'll you'll see like evidence of people. I guess the closer there they get to the the force. I'm trying to remember. Do you, you're at the point where they have the, like the force field around the town. You see that thing? Not sure. I haven't got there yet. You know. Okay. So I guess if you don't you don't care about spoilers. So I guess the people that are closer to that force field. Mm-hmm. They're like kind of stuck in this state where the, maybe they're trying to hang on, maybe they aren't. They're just like kind of frozen in time. Mm-hmm. And there's this one part in episode six, I think, where this lady's like she's struggling and she's like crying at the same time, but she's like, so it's like something that's hurting her. And also, uh, Vision's co worker, mm-hmm. ah, shucks, I forget his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has this point where he like snaps out of everything. He's like, it's like hurting his his head. Like she's hurting. She's in my head trying mm-hmm. to, you know, hurting. And, and he ends up like, you know, changing his mind or doing something to to revert him back to his, I guess, normal self in this mm-hmm. world to where he oh, doesn't wow. remember anything. So yeah, it gets a lot better. Wow. It, it's kind of hard to explain these these uh these little tidbits. Um, yeah, I guess if you hadn't seen it, but it it gets a lot lot better. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and and I mean, I just passed the episode where, or I guess I'm on the episode now where, I guess that's Monica Rambo who wakes up in the hospital, and as she starts to run through the halls, it's like chaos, mm-hmm. and yeah. like all these people look like they're doing like the reverse of what happened in uh in uh what was that which 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 Avengers was that when everybody um. You know, uh, turned into dust. Whichever the, one that, that is. was the end game. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. End game was it end game? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. So this is their or Infinity return. War. Infinity War. Infinity. Infinity War. War. Yeah, you go. Infinity War. So this is like right as she returns from the the blip, as they called it. I think. Did they call uh-huh. it the blip? Yeah, yeah. So she's returning right from that. I can't so remember. Everything yeah. is is crazy. Yeah. So her mother died. Uh, yeah, it was wild. I was before. like. Yeah, yeah, it was just weird to see as people were re and uh, what do they call it? like reincarnating. I can't remember what they call it, but that's wild. Um, yeah, so that that makes me excited to 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 check that out. Okay, so my second question was this: Now that everything's in color, at least the episode that I'm caught up to uh, is in color, and it seems like this is all a big like. Seems like this is all a big, like, uh, 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 you know, production. Like this is all like there's a lot of fake uh, that that is that has created this town, or you know, something's created this town and this, you know, these people and like everything that's going on in their mind or whatever in their world. Um, do you look back? And this is a mess for John too, and then anybody else who's listening. Do you look back at the first, you know, two three episodes when it was like black and white? And it was weird. It was like I dream of genie and bewitched and you know all that and leave it to Beaver. Do you look back at that and say this so far has been a masterful production of WandaVision because they really took you back, but it mm-hmm. was weird, right? And you're like, yeah. I'm not sure I like this. It was almost like Age of Ultron, you know, like I'm not sure I like this, right? But then as it 
as it moved along, you're like, okay, okay, well now it's getting more. Now, like now they're now they're you know peeling back the layers of the the orange. Uh, you know, I don't know what they call it, peeling back the the, the layers, layers, and then you're orange. seeing more things. Yeah, yeah. So um, so now when you look back on that, you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. The grand scheme of things. The, the whole big picture is actually presenting itself compared to what before when you're like, I don't know what the heck happened. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess those first couple episodes, I wasn't sure where it was going to go, but I knew, I knew just based on the trailers that we weren't going to stay in this black and white uh, type of visuals that we were getting. Um, and I knew they only mm-hmm. had eight episodes, eight episodes, which were <laughs> roughly 30 minutes a piece mm-hmm. to try and explain what the heck was going on. Mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't lose faith. And I think it. I think they did a really good job. They did a really good job at, at mm-hmm. uh, explain, putting everything, yeah. piecing everything together. So and the finale is next Friday. And yeah, they should leave us out with a bang and probably... They'll probably drop little breadcrumbs to uh, lead us into the next series, which I think is a Hawk, uh, not Hawkeye, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think mm-hmm. they come out. Yeah, next I month. think that's right. And that the preview for that looked really good too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So I, that's what I, that's what I've been thinking. I've been like, you know, the first episode I was sort of lost, you know. Yeah. And but then at the end, there's like the weird like color like it was like tv production type of thing you know like mm-hmm. like they put it on air and i'm like oh i'm like oh there has to be something with this so then um you know as it's gone to color and and there's been some changes i'm like oh okay it, it's it's getting better we're getting better so yeah so it just makes me um you know excited to see what's uh you know what's coming next so yeah I definitely good. i think that's good anyway um good questions yeah, so what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Yeah, thank y'all for the voicemails. Uh, you know, we definitely appreciate those. Uh, and yeah, uh, you know, keep them coming, man. Keep them coming. Um, and yeah, we definitely want to hear on your shows, you know, your uh, thoughts on different things. Um, now, okay. So when Kay- Kayla, going back to Kayla's voicemail, I wrote something down. When she said it's 2.37 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. So that phrase right there, when somebody says it is 12 a.m. in the morning, when somebody says it's 5 p.m. in the afternoon, if somebody mm-hmm. says it's, you know, 9 p.m. at night, my... <laughs> when the people, a.m. and the p.m. <laughs> when, when people... Well, when people drop... When people... <laughs> When people drop the time, that a.m. or p.m., and then say the actual time of day, like at night or in the morning, every time I hear that, man, it always like it always like squeezes the little bit of good that I got out of uh, language <laughs> arts cl- language class, right, you know, right. and and uh, and you know that that always that always messes me up, man. When I hear people say that. Uh, every time I hear that, I'm like, why don't you just say 2 a.m. or why don't you say it's 2 in the morning? Like, what else do? So, so what, what, what's your thoughts on these things? Uh, you know, now that you brought it to my attention, I really didn't think about it. Yeah. It, it really didn't 
affect me it like that. It never gets to you? No, nah, it never gets to me, man. man it never gets. I, I probably just don't think about it too much. When people say that, it always like it always gives me a little like like <laughs> say one or the other. Don't say both. You know, because that's right. like saying it's two a.m. at two a.m. in the morning. <laughs> you know, it's 2 but hey, in the afternoon. you know 2 what? A.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, and that's totally way different thing. But um, you know, but in Kayla's defense, in Kayla's defense specifically, I will say that maybe she was freezing cold at the time and she could not, you know, piece together uh, the vocabulary. But then again, if I think about it, I'm pretty sure I remember her calling before and being like, it's 6 a.m. in the morning and I'm driving my Uber or something like that. So, so, so maybe she does that often. Anyway, what, what are y'all's people's thoughts? I mean, I know my vocabulary is not the best all the time. Um, I just, you know, every time I hear stuff like that, though, I'm like, <sighs> but whatever so what else we got right now um let's see here so this is the beat drop the beat drop we got some replies for the beat drop let's see here we got some replies for the beat drop so once again uh as always you know we want to um you know, we want to ask you guys, when you hear that beat drop, you know, what is the song? What is the song that you hear when you hear the first beat <laughs> or when you hear like the first phrase of the song? It makes you get hype. Or if you've been, you know, out at the club pre-corona, you know, or post-corona, if y'all crazy like that, you know, what's the song that gets the club jumping? So we sent that out, uh, you know, on our on our on our stories and then uh, we also sent it to some people uh you know just throughout so yeah and of course i sent it this time and the picture says what song makes you get hype when you hear that beat drop let us know and we'll talk about it on the show and then i also tried to write in a comment that said hey let us know or hey, <laughs> hey answer, let you us. Know. and and it just came out as hey let us and sent and i was like i'm not gonna fix it I can't even remember how many people I sent it to. So anyway, That's so funny. we did get some answers. So do you have those answers? Up? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. We have the Codex Prime podcast. Shout out to them. Carl from the Codex Prime podcast says, Crime by Mayor Hawthorne featuring Kendrick Lamar. And Vic says, Wop by Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. Hmm. Yeah, familiar. Okay. Here, I okay. So that's that's cool. Yeah. Craig, he's one of he's one of the the uh, one of the Ple- court of wolves. Plexify. Oh yeah, that's why I recognize that that Plexify he's from, from from Print uh, Finn the Human uh, from there one of go. Sir John Lee's albums, and then his I own music as well. Now. I don't know. Okay, hold on. Before you say that, Craig, I want to know how to pronounce your name. How do you pronounce pull? P L V X I D Plex I'm gonna stop because I will mess it up. And hey, shout out to you and Sir John Lee and B Rob because I used that Fender Human in one of the latest Hooks Rubs videos on YouTube, which you can find if you go on YouTube. Hooks Rubs and Spices. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I synced it. Craig's response. He says. V A T L. 
by himself. Oh, okay. We Maybe it's like a, could it be an acronym? Kind of like his name? Possibly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at it. Very up. Atlanta. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's very ATL. Atlanta. Very v- Atlanta. Okay. V-A-T-L. No, I don't know. I don't know. But okay. uh, you know what? It might be cool to actually get him on the show at some point. So, yeah, we could do that. We could do we that. Can ask, we can ask if he'd be down to come on the show. He can come by. He can come by himself, or maybe we can bring him on with Sir John Lee since they're boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah for sure. I'm trying to look for it on YouTube. I can't find it. Maybe it's under yeah. another another name. But we'll look for it. Send us that if you're listening. All right, yes. uh, yes. Mr. Sir John Lee. Says Jesus is the one by Zach Fox, which is a hilarious song. I haven't heard that. Highly. Oh boy. Yeah, you're in for a treat. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Can we find that? Oh, yes. You can find it. You want me to find it on my phone and play it for yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead and play it. All right. Let's see. You're going to love this one. Liberty Mutual oh, customized my car insurance. So I oh, yeah. What Liberty Mutual. What a great day. I love that beat drop. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Bitch, you better praise God or I'm a shooting. That's on God. I ain't playing by my Lord and Savior. I'm on my job. If you ain't a Christian, I'm going to stab you in the face. If it ain't about Jesus, I'm going to hit you with this cake. <laughs> wow. Hell yeah. Praise Jesus Christ, nigga. Free Palestine, free take it's the trap game. Abraham Lincoln, four scores, 16 it. bars ago. R.I.P. Betty White. She ain't dead before when she died, because I know it's coming up. <laughs> Get it. Hey, little bitch. Dang. How you not gonna fuck on a real nigga? Yeah, I'm getting paid. Still late on my bills, nigga. Yo, bitch, at my crib. I just let her charge the iPhone. Ask me if these diamonds now, bitch. These some rhinestones. Armpit musty. Reeboks dusty. My show got canceled, because white folks don't trust me. Now I'm in the strip club with glue on the bottom of my shoe, nigga. That's how I'm do. Hey, I'm selling money from these bitches. I'm hitting licks year round like it's Christmas. I got addictions. I take the condom off and drug my nut. It's delicious. I want to get a whip and crash it in the white owned businesses. Hey, hey, no, hold on. I got this hook. Hey, 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 hey. I'm going to dip my balls into some thousand dollars dressing. Because I got depression. I'm going to avoid my taxes, then I'm going to get arrested. Cause I got depression I'ma rob my mama And I'ma spend the money On the old Chevy Cause I got depression Everybody know nigga You need to learn Your fucking lesson Nigga I got depression Hey, Shout out mental illness <laughs> Shout out mental illness <laughs> Dude if you got a mental illness Like fucking turn up dude Like seriously dude Like whatever the fuck You got going on dude Fucking you're medicated You're not medicated dude Like seriously Fucking bro I put my fucking I put my dick in a bag of Doritos and made this nigga bitch suck the dust off the tip. <laughs> that was... I'm shook. Yeah. That didn't go the way wow. you thought it was going to go, right? I did not expect that at all. What you be listening to, Sir John Lee? I will, I will say, though, that I like the beat of that because that took me back, you know? That there's took us back to like video what, for that early linings. Really? Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah, there's actual video wow. for that, which is funny. It's funny. Oh man. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Wow. Shout out, Mr. Sir John Lee, for that one. Uh, man, oh man. Um, Jesus is the one. Wow. Yeah. I uh 
that, that's that's okay. Thank you for that. That did not go as expected. All right, what All else right. we got? Is that it? That is it, sir. That is it. Oh yeah, Manny Manny Mackins replied, <laughs> "Hey, let us." I don't know if I heard that one <laughs> because I did not complete, sir. I did not complete the sentence. It just sent because my phone has a crack on the screen cover and oh, I accidentally hit send and I was too lazy and too annoyed to mostly too annoyed, not too lazy to actually resend it to all 75 people that I sent it to. So if you're one of those 75 people who did not respond, hit us back. Anyway, so Jay, so, um, you know, we've already talked about, uh, uh, or I guess we already talked about, you know, some songs that, uh, you know, we love when the beat drops. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see here. What Any any songs that you thought about this week? Uh, yeah, actually, I had to go back mm-hmm. into my, my high school bag for this, high school party bag. Mm-hmm. And it may just be a regional thing. It may just be a Louisiana thing. But uh, Partners in Crime. No, Partners in Crime. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be visuals from. Uh, yeah, Partners in Crime, a group out of New Orleans. They had mm-hmm. a couple, they had a lot of hits, but, you know, two that always played on the radio at parties, at mm-hmm. school dances, was Pump the Party. Can't go swim, Kenna. Pump the Pump the Party. Mr. Mina Kenna. Pump the Pump the Party. Prime Time Kenna. Pump the Pump the Party. Lil Squirrel Kenna. Pump the Pump the Party. Black Minis Kenna. Pump the Pump the Party. And then there's the old block party. My girl and you, I girl, was sitting by the bayou. My girl to you, I girl, I got a hot boy that is fire. Talking about a hot boy. Hot girl, have those two as my two choices because they always got the party hype always got me hype even to this day i'll listen i hear it and it brings me back to those days yeah yeah so i suggest anybody want to want a hype party whenever we get out of this covid pandemic you put those two on play that song yeah yeah that's cool yeah i am not familiar with that um i will say One song that I was playing that's pretty recent, uh, I guess. In, I guess you know by recent I mean in the past couple of years. One song that I was that I that I played this past week, uh, you know, while I was just like listening to random Spotify or something like that, was um, was um, "Middle Child" by J Cole. You get two months. Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit. The game is off balance, I'm back on my shit. The bitly is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it. You all on my dick, I'm all in my bag, it's hard as it get. I do not throw power. You know, when you hear when you hear that you know, I, I, I think maybe it's more appreciation of the song and the lyrics. 
more than the beat drop. But when I when I when you hear that first song, you know, you're about to hear him spit, you know, mostly a cappella with mm-hmm. some beats behind it, and it's pretty dope. But then when it goes do 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 do, I love that. I love that song. I love the I love. I love the way that they compose that song. Like it, it, it it's, yeah. it's real, it's real good. Um, I'm trying to think whatever song, what other song, uh, what other song did I have from this week? Oh man. Um, I can't even think about it now. I can't, I, I, I had another song that when I was driving one day, I was like, man, I need to write that down. But I was driving, so I couldn't write it down. Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. But I do remember one song, and I don't know if we've already said this before. But you remember the Loonies back in the day? This is like the only song I think that they, in my mind, it, it's like the only song that they even made. Even though I know they made more, but I got five, I got five on it. Five on it. Yep. That's the one. Yep. I like the way they remix, kind of remix you know, that song. you heard that uh, song back in the day, even though you didn't know what it meant, mm-hmm. even though you didn't know what it meant to have five on it, you were like, you, you were jamming that and you were singing that to the top of your lungs because they mm-hmm. had a ridiculous sounding voice. And you're like, I can sing this without having a voice. Yeah. <laughs> You could do that. You could do that. Yeah, I know Jordan Peele did it. Did like the re, kind of like a remix for for that uh, instrumental for um, this movie Us. So you kind of heard mm-hmm. that in the trailer, and it was remixed. It sounded really creepy when you slow it down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Did you? Did we ever say? Did we ever say? Um, yeah, by Lil John and Usher. I don't think we no. ever said that. We didn't say that in this song, yeah, or in the, in this B drop. But I gotta say, man, you know when that song was popular, mm-hmm. like that was that was like a banger for anybody who was in a club dancing, you know, because you hear that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Usher, Usher, Lil John, you know what I'm saying. Basically, almost anything Lil John made for oh, what, like yeah. five plus years was like gonna come out and be like a like a you know like a top ten single, just because yeah. for some reason everybody loved him going yeah, you know. Yeah. Did you see the uh, versus battle what? with him and T Pain? I did not. But oh that man, sounds it was hilarious. It was it was great. It was yeah. greatness. Yeah, it was just like back to back hits on both sides. Wonderful. Nice. I, I need to try to find that then. The versus battle. Um man, there was another song that I was about to I was about to say that included R. Kelly, but I won't say it because it includes R. Kelly. Do um, it, man. It. Just just say it. Uh what is that? The one with him and Snoop Dogg. Um That's that. Right? 
That's that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With him and Snoop Dogg. I, I, I used to that song, you know? There's a lot of, you know, R. Kelly, man, you really messed up your career for everybody. You know, especially people who enjoyed your music. You know, all that weird, like, you know, stuff you were doing with people, with women and stealing, and, like, kidnapping them and all this, you know, letting them pee on, you know, and poop. and all, Yeah. You messed it up for anybody who enjoyed the art that you were making. You know? Mm-hmm. You're bad. You messed up bad. Okay. So, that's the beat drop. If people want any, have any kind of input to that, if they have any beat drops that they love, you know, any R. Kelly songs that they love that they're too, uh, you know, ashamed to talk about, we'll talk about it. Why not? Why not? And once again, I am not condoning anything R. Kelly did ever, you know, but the man made some good Never, things. never. It's just unfortunate never. that Unfortunate that he was a bit of a, he is a bit of a D bag. So anyway, um, yeah. So what else we got? Uh, did you think of anything that is a disappointing sequel or disappointing return? Uh, I mean, it may not be other than, like, your, other than taxes. This is like comic book related. Uh, I was a big fan of like the. It was kind of like a reboot in 2018 of like Hit Girl. She had like her own comic. It was a completely different spin on like her previous comic series where it was hit girl international so she was she was trying every five uh, every five issues four or five issues Mm -hmm. she'd go to a different place cause havoc and whatnot Mm -hmm. and they were all great the four first one two three three or four series yeah, they were really great. And I was like, damn, they should make this into like a Netflix series or some kind of series just with Hit Girl. But then they went to mm-hmm. another, then it spun off and it went to something else. And I was like, ugh, this is just horrible. I mean, no, uh, it really isn't like a, I guess, a popular thing to talk about. I mean, I guess it's just because they changed the writers and they mm-hmm. changed the artists that it just took a big downhill for me and I was disappointed. I mean it's it's whatever. Yeah. It's just a comic book. Comic books change yeah. artists and writers all the time. But that particular one was um it went downhill for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well hey, you know, it it I mean that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of those a lot of those comic books, uh, you know, that you know, try to make returns or try to make changes or try to like, you know, change the storyline yeah. for the characters and they just don't work out. Yeah. So that makes just, sense. It was a complete Man. miss. Complete miss. So, yeah. But I'm trying to, right. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm trying to think about a few, a few other things. So I started to look at movies and think about movies and one of the, one of the, um, you know, one of the disappointments for me, actually it's multiple disappointments, so Friday the 13th, right? The Jason mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I mean, I don't know what they had, like 14, 18 of them. I can't remember how many they were. Basically, anything after like Friday the 13th, like four, was terrible. Like, Jason yeah. takes Manhattan and Friday the 13th, eight. Yeah. Jason in space. Like, come on, man. Come on, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. thing could have been said about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, too. Yeah. He got to a certain point and then just did, took a nose die. Yeah. It jumped yeah. the shark, so to speak. Uh, speaking of shark, Sharknado, <laughs> you know, most of them, 
anything after that. <laughs> all, like, the first, all of them were Dude. bad. The, fir- the first one wasn't even a sequel, and it was a bad sequel, right? Yeah. Um, My kids watched Sharknado yesterday. Oh, did they? Day before, early in the morning. You know, they watched the one with Vivica Fox in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was so bad. It's like they were trying to electrocute the sharks. <laughs> and Homeboy was holding the electricity in one line, mm-hmm. holding his chainsaw in the other line, touching the fence. So mm-hmm. all metal things that you should get electrocuted by. Lightning strikes the tower. It runs electricity mm. completely through all the lines in his hand uh-huh. to the fence. And hey, mm-hmm. he's miraculously alive. It just exploded. You know? Perfectly fine. Yes. Perfectly fine. So that is funny. It's funny because that's true. So mm-hmm. man, um Yeah, that that that's funny. That's definitely one of them. Uh wow. So let me think. So this will be um, this would be a sequel that I don't know. I think some people liked, some people didn't like. Let's see here. Friday after next, right? Yeah. So okay. that was with Cat Williams, right? And uh, yeah. and uh, what's his name? Oh man, I just forgot his name. Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry Crews. But then Mike uh, um, Epps. The, uh, yeah, Mike Epps. Yeah, there you go, Mike Epps. Yeah, so not including, uh, you know, not including um, Ice Cube, you know, and not including uh, Chris Tucker, you know. So what did you think about Friday After Nick? Were you disappointed? Because I like it, but I know there's a lot Negative. of people who didn't like it. I love no? it. You know, and my, me and my homeboy, we always quoting it every time we were around each other. Always quoting it. I yeah, send him texts, he'll send me texts, voice messages, yeah, and it'll just good. be quotes from the movie. So I loved it. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I thought I thought it was actually good. I liked it. But there's some people who did not. So, um So this is my thing right now. Mm-hmm. I am I am hopeful and I'm also slightly fearful that that um coming to America too is going to be bad. Scared, man. Yeah, Cuz you got to live up to the first one. You got to live up to the first, uh, first coming to America, and, that's, and this that, is that'll yeah. be a tough, tough bar yeah. to try and reach. And I mean, how long ago did that come out? Like thirty years ago or something? Like crazy? Like it? Something like that. There, there is a very high bar. It was more than thirty years ago. There's a very high bar to live up to, and it's going to be hard. Even though they're bringing back like some of the same exact characters, like the barbershop guys and yep. and whatnot, it's going to be immensely hard to to um you know to to even match even match that mm-hmm. and I hope it does after I saw the preview I was like oh it's not gonna be bad it's gonna it's gonna be funny you know so I just I just hope it is I, I just hope it is I hope it doesn't suck but man that's a good that's a really good uh good question so mm-hmm. yeah man I, I'd be interested to hear what they think their thoughts on on uh, you know bad sequels but yeah thanks for that question all right mm-hmm. anything else anything else you got I, I don't have nothing else i saw something interesting on tv i don't i don't even know how to even talk about this but it was like brat camp mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like scare straight but uh oh. it was for brat camp brats little uh troublemakers okay. in their their youth um 
I just thought it was a funny, funny segment or a funny thing that people would send their kids off. And I think you, it's like, why would you sit, pay $2,000 to send your kids off to like kid boot camp with a bunch of Marines? It's like you're paying to put them in line. Well, then again, you know, I think it gets to the situation where it gets to the situation where maybe these parents can't handle their kids and they just don't know what to do, but they do mm-hmm. have the means. They do have the means to try to get them, try to get them help, you know, maybe outside of, you know, getting some kind of medical help, you know, uh, uh, with a therapist or something like that, even though it's yeah. going to cost a lot too. Uh, so yeah, maybe they send them this. Maybe, maybe they watch, maybe they want to watch, watch a bunch of Maury Povich, Jerry Springer and Dr. Phil. And they're like, you know, I need to, I need to send my kid to, who was, that, who was that guy's name? He was like a sergeant, somebody who used to come mm-hmm. on those shows rem- and like bring kids to like, you know, like this camp, mm-hmm. what it was called. Um, yeah, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. What's it called? I can't think. Uh, of name, let's though. see here. Um, Maury, let's just say Maury Povich, uh, uh, Povich drill sergeant military, or something. Uh, military drill sergeant. I bet B Rob knows. Uh, let's see here. I bet Chuck and Germ know. What's this guy's name? Uh, Barking Drill Sergeant. Let's see here. What is this dude's name? What's this guy's name? Because this guy was on like Jenny Jones, Maury mm-hmm. Povich, The Ricky Lake Show. So, yeah. So basically they call it shock incarceration. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what it's sort of called. That Like the boot camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I know that know the main guy. What's his name? Raymond Moses? I think that's his actual name. But what Maybe. is his... What was his handle? Because this is a dude that appeared on some of those, some of those Maury Povich, Ricky Lake, mm-hmm. Jenny Jones, you know, type of shows back then. Um, but this is this is this the black dude? Uh, let's see here. Or is this the white dude? They had a couple different ones. Uh, this the white dude. Okay, I don't know. I can't remember this dude's name, but I just remember they'd be on there like yelling and screaming at these kids. The kid like whatever, whatever. I can do what I want. You know, catch me outside. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, how they would that? go on. They would go on those things. Yeah, how about that? Then they would go on them them shows, and or they go like on that boot camp, and they would be, you know, miraculously. Oh, you know, have was he on Sally Jesse Raphael too? Ah, I don't know. Probably. Probably. Because I'm looking at this big black dude on Sally Jesse Raphael click. Uh, yeah, clip, and he's like. Just a grim. He he just Does barking orders at the. Uh, I'm trying. To, let me see. Here we go. Yeah, Sally Jelly, Sally Jelly, Sally Jesse Bootcamp. Wild Teen Girls from more. <laughs> sounds like a uh, flick. Um, Maury Povich had this dude. Maybe the same dude. Let's see here. Kelly Muscle. That's the name of this guy who made the thing. I don't know. I'm just this trying wild, to remember man. what the dude's name was. Um, or you know, you know, there because there's several of these guys who scare him in. Is that it? The Sally Jesse one? Yeah, I'm looking at. I, I'll send it to you. Uh, it's just wild. I I can't find this dude's name. Because they didn't post it up on the screen like they usually do. But any, mm-hmm. but still, man, just I wonder how it. many of these somebody kids, like, knows actually it. 
somehow some of these kids actually turn their life around. I'm sure they turned it around for like the time being, mm-hmm. but then they flipped it and went back to the other other side, the dark side. Yeah, yeah. I think you know. I think it probably. I think it worked. You know, for for certain, but not enough. Um, you know, not enough. I think. I think I've seen a lot of uh, reports that this type of stuff failed. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that that type of, you know, shock tactic failed because this is the thing, you know, when you go into that environment, I think, you know, when you're when you're in that specialized, you know, environment away from your parents, mm-hmm. um, you know, who is, uh, you know, who, um, you know, who normally is around you, who you can normally just control with, you know, whatever your words or phrases or just intentions, you know, when um when you go to there, you know, you have this person yelling and screaming at you and you're, you know, being ordered around and that's that's what you have to do. You just do Sergeant what you Then you go back to Is your parents. Yeah, I saw that just now. There you go. Sergeant Julu. There you go. Anyway, uh, you know, you go back and, and you go back to your family's house and you're like, oh, I can do what I want now. I ain't around that dude no more. He can't, he can't mess with me. You know, even though it seemed to change for a little bit, um, you know, it's... Uh, it um you know I don't think it worked out but yeah that's sort of like beyond scared straight before beyond scared straight was a real thing you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying and hopefully hopefully this type of stuff you know can help these people but I, I don't think it does I don't think this so. dude would walk right up in these people faces and talk smack to them <laughs> then by the end of it all they're hugging and they're nice and they're like I love my mama I'm so bad I'm so sad mama I didn't mean to talk to you like that you know what I'm saying you gotta bring them they to really the, look like they're about to, to put the their real hands penitentiary. The bring them to the real penitentiary. Let them oh, yeah. those those cons and say, "Ooh, look at that new booty, fresh booty." You like jelly or syrup? I found syrup. you, Miss New Booty. <laughs> wow, yeah. This is the thing, man. I think I think there is a percentage of people where that did, uh, you know, where that did help and that did work for. You know, mm-hmm. but I also think that obviously there's a there's a percentage of people that it did not. Um, and yeah, you know, if these people think that's the way to try to help their kids, by all means, do it. But, you know, hopefully you put them in, in the right program. You know, wow. uh, hopefully you put them in the right program where they're going to make it and not revert, you know, to that. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't work for everyone. You know, it does no, not. not at all. Not it's at all. Crazy. It is. And I'm would sure you, more kids are... You, uh, Ever, tr- I was gonna say, would you ever think that you would put your kids in some kind of, uh, uh, you know, help situation like that? Maybe not like a, send them off to a two thousand dollar, you know, you gonna get better or nothing school, but uh, you know, no. something else that you know if they're having issues with something. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, like one of my kids now, one of my sons now was doing, I guess, counseling at school. Uh, and I don't think it. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. It wasn't for I'm trying to think exactly because they keep all that stuff like confidential because they don't want the parents to know or it's just like mm-hmm. them and the kids. But it could just be like anger, uh, controlling your anger and frustration. Mm-hmm. So he was doing that, um, mm-hmm. and supposedly they gave him techniques to do. I don't believe it. I think they just. Mm-hmm. It's just a keep that particular counselor in the school but you know just trying to control yeah. his his anger and frustration um 
Yeah. But, I mean, he's he's okay. We never had any issues, any crazy issues. I mean, you know, he'll, he's just like any other kid. Kids get frustrated. They get angry. They get disappointed and stuff. Then yep. they'll act out just to get that aggression out for a little bit. And then they'll, yep. they'll calm down. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Especially boys. I don't know how girls act, but. <clears throat> I mean, thus far, I got to say, you know, since I have both thus far. The girl has been the easiest of the two. Um, but then my wife always says, you know, just wait until she's like a teenager. You know, it's, it's going to change. Um, oh, but I'm like, man, don't, don't say that. Because it's been it's been good thus far. You know, I haven't had. Yeah. You know, we haven't had like any major issues. But, you know. Yeah. 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 We've been kids before. We know that, you know, kids do crazy things. Kids like to act mm. out. You know what I'm saying? You know, kids like to do wild yeah. stuff. So I don't know. But then my son, yeah, you know, alternatively, you know, has, you know, has acted up. And, you know, this is uh, all, you know, this is partly, you know, hormones and, and, you know, getting a little bit older. This is partly, you know, us moving from our old house in Texas near you guys and near his other friends, you know, to uh, a, um, mm-hmm. to a, you know, not great situation initially um having to start all over again yeah having to start all over again a couple of times then moving you know a couple of times and then of course now you know having moved because you know moving to this house that we're in right now uh mm-hmm. you know just before the pandemic hit and not really having the ability to go back and say goodbye the normal way you would say goodbye to friends you know in a school year um right you know all kinds of stuff you know mixed into there so there's there's a mixed bag of stuff going on there but you know, it's slowly, you know, getting better. Uh, and, you know, we've had to, you know, get him some counsel- counseling and help, um, you know, and, and you know, I, I think it's been helpful, um, you know, to a point. Uh, you know, I think it's been helpful and, and definitely, you know, helped overall. But, Good. yeah, but then also, you know, you like you said, you have to take into account that this is a kid, you know, this is kid stuff, you know, and while, and, and I have to constantly remind myself every day, you know, while I didn't do some of these things, you know, I know that it is within the scope of reality that somebody will do these things as a child. Uh, and, yep. um, and you know, it's going to lead to acting out. And I don't know, man. I just know this is the thing, man. And I got to I gotta ask you this and maybe the people out there, you know, the same question is like, would your kids have survived your childhood in your house? And then even, even further, would you have survived your parents' childhood growing up in there with their mom and dad, you know what I'm saying? With your grandparents. Uh-huh. I know for, I know for a fact, me as a kid, man, I've been way too soft to do some of the stuff that my mom and dad had to do. Like, even though I did yeah. a lot of things, like I've been way too soft. And I know my kids, I don't know. My kids wouldn't uh-huh. have been able to survive the way that my parents really does. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say a yes and no for me surviving my parent because I know they, I could only tell you the stories my parent, my, my dad's told me. And my dad's, I forgot how many years older than your mom, you know, mm-hmm. since they're brother and sister. Um, but I know that our grandfather was a pretty, <laughs> he was a pretty stern man, you know. Uh, yeah. That's why my dad thought Marine boot camp was so easy because he thought it was a piece of cake as compared to uh Growing up growing with Josh up Rose, with our grandfather. Oh, yes, wow. yes, definitely. That's so, crazy. yeah. 
the work front, yeah, the work front working part, I think I could handle, you know, being waking up early, going work out in the fields and stuff, being a, a sharecropper. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I believe I could handle that because I've had to do that when I was young. Probably not to the extent as I never, not nowhere near the extent as our parents, but mm-hmm. I've had to get that out there and I do know what it takes to to do those things that they did. Um, no, because I don't think I work under crazy pressure of people yelling, constantly yelling at me, mm-hmm. even though, you know, my, my dad did do that a lot too, mm-hmm. to an extent. Um, so yeah, that will, would my kids be able to handle how I grew up? The way they act now, I say no, because they get bored, even though they got all this technology around them. Mm-hmm. They got all this stuff that they could play with. They have toys galore. Yeah. But compared to when I was a kid, I had maybe a hand, a box full of toys that I could play with. Yeah. And I'd find my imagination would just go everywhere. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. they probably wouldn't be able to handle it, but they would have to adapt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's all I'd have to yeah. say. They'd have to adapt to what it is. That's true. It's all relative, right? Um, to your yeah. situation. And that makes sense. And I mean, to say, I don't know, to say I wouldn't be able to survive in my parents' childhood. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that that is true. Uh, where where I would have been able to do some of the stuff on my mom's side, you know, like your, your, your dad and my mom, like on that side. Um, you know, but on my dad's side, man, they had to, my dad would tell me stories, man. He'd tell me. And he grew up in Mississippi, right? So my mom's side, so between my mom and your dad and their siblings, they were in Louisiana, you know, in the South. But then also my dad grew up in Mississippi. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, on top of all the KKK stuff and civil rights stuff, they had they both had to deal with as kids and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. adolescents. Uh, they, you know, my dad would tell me stories of like, you know, they'd have to wake up you know, well before dawn to get out in the fields and pick cotton at somebody else's house way down the road. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then come back and clean up to get ready to go to school. They go to school for a few hours and then come back home. You know, uh, if they had homework, do it. But normally, you know, it was go back straight to the fields and pick cotton until like five or six at night and then come back home, do their homework or whatever have dinner, go to bed, wash, rinse, repeat. Do it all again. Yep. Man, like, this is the thing, man. People who grew up in the city have no clue. Like, I, I mean, you, you grew up, you grew up in a town, you know what I'm saying? You grew up in a large town, I guess I would call it, I don't know. But you grew up a lot closer to the country and a lot closer. You were like within minutes of, you know, both of your sets of grandparents you're within minutes of their their farms, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you you basically grew up with those animals and with those crops and all that stuff cuz I know your mom and dad were integral in like helping them, you know, in the moment. I grew up 4 hours away from you and another 4 hours, so 8 hours away from my dad's, you know, family. And so you know, it was like we go visit and I'd see the stuff they did or I'd go and help out, you know, every now and then if asked to, but most of the time I was playing. So I was out there just to play, right? So if, if I grew, if, if, if you put city Jared on a farm like that, 
it probably wouldn't have turned out well. I would, I probably wouldn't have been able to pick cotton. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it wouldn't, have, <laughs> it wouldn't have worked out well, but you know, I would have adapted to it eventually. But if you, if I grew up in the same location you grew up, I think I would have been able to adapt yeah. quicker. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, kid, like you just don't get it, man. If you grow up in the city, like you just don't get it. Like my kids will never understand a lot of things that you and I grew up with mm-hmm. and, and even farther understand stuff that our parents grew up with. Like I, I try to have like some, you know, some a little fruit and vegetable garden, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, to try to tend to, but like a little, you know, like a, a, a four by eight box or a couple of four by eight boxes is nothing compared to acres of, yes. you know, of land having to, pick, you know, tend the crops and then, pick pecans and then, you know, slop the hogs and throw hay to the cows, you know, and and feed the chickens, you know, like all this stuff is different. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That doggone slop bucket for the hogs. I remember that. Oh, that was the worst. It was just just sitting right outside the back door. All your scraps go in there. It was the worst Mix a little bit of water in there. And get full. Go dump it in the... In the hog pen. If you can imagine, people listening, if you can imagine uh, uh, every scrap of food that you've eaten for the past month, including some throw up, <laughs> mix that into a five gallon bucket and just add water and whatever random liquid that also, you know, uh, you know, cooking liquid or whatever also pours out from from the house that's not poop. Um, you know, just mix that in a bucket. And that's what was thrown to the hogs for, at our grandparents' house yep. in their trough all the time. And and I'll say this, man, like those those are some healthy hogs. I remember a couple of them hogs being yeah. huge. Yeah. You know, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, and once wild. they get nice and healthy and fat, mm-hmm. you cook them and eat them. <laughs> so you're just eating your slop nutrients yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> all over again. I'm going to tell yeah, so you're just reeating everything. But, you know. I mean, hey, you know, a lot of those people lived a really long life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it is what it is. But I'll tell you this. Two things. First, we have two cousins that lived with our grandparents, Jermaine and yeah. Curly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, shout out to them. Uh, they know firsthand. They know firsthand. They they had a basketball a basketball goal, which I think for the most part was just a rim, right? Set up on a post. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in the hog, in the hog pen. So they didn't yes. even have a concrete pad to play on it was just a basketball post set hard up in the dirt pen, hard dirt that they would get dust like there would be clouds of dust back there the boy you know yeah. the boys out there playing basketball and you know they both uh they both you know uh, uh went to college on scholarship they played professionally overseas uh you know so they they actually yeah. did really well but those boys learned a worth work ethic yes indeed that and 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 they grew up like our parents grew up i would say um yeah you know, so so they would probably have all kinds of stories, and I know I've heard stories, but that's that's the one thing. The other thing is, I want to cook a whole hog at some point in time. So, um, if y'all don't follow Hooks, Rubs, and Spices this month, every day we're doing a Black History Month post for a pitmaster or barbecue cook. You know, somebody who's legendary or somebody who's up and coming, somebody that you need to know because the history of barbecue. I'm on my soapbox. The history of barbecue is really with people of color, with black people, with Native Americans, uh, with people from the Caribbean. You know, American barbecue came from there and 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 was infused 
and really jumped off in slave days because slave masters would would um have you know their slaves cook the food for big family gatherings or cook food mm-hmm. i mean just cook food you know what i'm saying for big but for big family gatherings a lot of times they did it over an open pit open fire also on top of that the slaves were given basically like the scraps of the animals that were out there. So like the cheapest animals to acquire, the cheapest animals to, to be given were, you know, pigs, chickens. You know what I'm saying? So you got ribs, you got pork, you got ham. Pork show, you got ham, you got, you know, wings, drumsticks, you know, all the chicken parts. Legs, feet, whatever. Mm-hmm. But turkey. But then, you know, when you mix in the beef, you know, most of the cow was not used. You know, and even going back to Native Americans, they used every single part of an animal. When they used the meat, they used it to eat. When they used like some of the uh, intestines, they used that for medicines and other things. Uh, and when they, they used the bones for weapons, for for clothing. So you know, uh, uh, the same thing. You know, when it comes to slaves, you know, they they used they got the less desirable cuts of cow. So mm-hmm. if they weren't getting a steak, you know, off the cow, they weren't getting like the regular steaks off the cow. They were getting like the briskets, they were getting the shoulder cloth, they were getting the cow tongue, the tails, you know, oxtails, you know, the hooves. They were getting in the pig's feet, you know, they're getting all this stuff that the slave masters didn't want. And they would cook it over an open fire, make a delicious meal out of it, bring their own set of seasonings and flavors to it. And, um, and you know, they would serve that to their family, you know. And sometimes if there would like be like a whole like a whole big party or something like that. The slave masters are acting, asking them to cook a lot of food and they'd be doing that. A lot of mm-hmm. times they cook whole hog. And so me watching, me watching a lot of videos, me reading a lot of stories about some of these pit masters that are either current or former, you know, or people who like sort of paved the way for others. Um, wow. Whole hog sounds exciting and scary. Like, yeah. I want to do one. I don't want to do like a, like a hundred pound, you know, 300 pound hog. No, no, no. I want to do a, I want to do a piglet. Mm-hmm. I'll do something oh, that's like 20, video. 50, 50 pounds or less. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I am very interested. I would really love to try it. Um, you know what I want to try? I want to do it, man. The, uh, the way Hawaiians do the, the pig mm. in the ground. Yeah. The rock, the hot stones. Cool. That's something cool. I always yeah. wanted to try. I always heard it's good. Uh, the banana leaf pork, yeah, yeah. So when we, I'm gonna tell you what, man. We we, uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to go to Hawaii a couple years ago, well before Corona, thank thankfully. And one of the places we went, they had a luau, and at the luau, they they showed you how the process of cooking the pig in the ground was. They they did the whole thing in front of us, and then we were actually eating some pig that they had, you know, they had been roasting for a day or whatever um, mm-hmm. that night. And it's really interesting, man, you know, and, and they dig a hole, they dig a nice big hole in the ground, they heat up, you know, a lot of coals, um, and uh, and even use like some lava rock because they're in Hawaii, and they, they put that in the bottom of the hole, and they cover that with sand, so, you know, that's like the bottom of the oven, if that makes any sense, then they would like line it with banana leaves on the bottom, then they would, you know, prepare the, prepare the animal, you know, salt it pretty heavily. Uh, and mm-hmm. all the other seasons that they put in their juices and whatnot pretty heavily. And then wrap that in banana leaves, put that on top of the base layer of banana leaves, then cover that with some more sand, 
and mm. some more hot rocks and coals wow. and just let it bake. You're like, don't, they didn't even check on it, man. They let it bake for, you know, 12 hours for a day or so. Then they come back, you know, shovel off the coal, shovel off the sand, you know, pull that hot, you know, hot uh, banana leaf package out of there. And it's funny, they like wrap it in twine or like other like bits of like a tree or something like that that they, you know, that they mm-hmm. fashioned around it. So they right. pull it out of there, unwrap it. And I mean, it would be like the most, the most melt in your mouth pork shoulder you can imagine. You know, pulled pork, pulled chicken, whatever it is. You know, like you imagine like the most tender meat, you know, that's what it was. And, and it was amazing to eat it you know, there in the moment, um, uh, in the place, but it's an interesting process, man. And if, and if you have a spot in your backyard to do it, you know, and you want to try it, I say, go for it. Hey man, don't give me no ideas. I'll be digging say, holes all over my backyard. Cause I would definitely try it. I would get in trouble in my backyard though, but I would definitely try it. <laughs> <laughs> they probably look next door or somebody be looking at you from next door and be like, this dude's mm-hmm. burying a body. Nah, yeah, no. Well, it's that, and then also I know I have some some water sprinkler pipes out there, and I can't remember where they are, so I would probably dig up one (laughs) or melt one. But Uh, I would. There there are two projects that I want to add to my backyard. Three projects I want to add to my backyard. One is a built-in gas grill. I don't know if that's gonna happen, but I'd like to do it. We've talked about it. Who knows? Number two, which is a lot more obtainable than the first, because I have some some materials to do it already would be a pizza oven i want to build mm-hmm. a pizza oven out there because we make pizza every friday or we or we have pizza every friday as a family so i That's want cool. to do that so we can have like that and, and i think that would be fun to make and then third i want to have like a little mini smokehouse um so if i had that then i may be able to pull off the pig uh the kalua pig i wouldn't dig it in the ground i would just like set it in there and just slow roast it you know, with some heat for a long time, but the smokehouse yeah. actually wouldn't be that hard if I had the materials for it as well. So, yeah, that's what summer I project, do. summer project, summer projects. Yes, indeed. Anyway, you get there. All right, man. Woo, we've been on here for way quite a minute. Long. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. let's Watch go ahead time. and um, wow, that is way too long. Okay. Well, yeah. um, yeah. Uh, so we're not gonna tap our love box. We'll just tap on out of here. So Jay, why don't you tell the people? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Twitter, Instagram, hashtag Blackout Pod, iTunes, Stitcher, Sound, <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, Spreaker, anywhere you can find your <laughs> podcast at, we should be there. Yep. Email us topics, hashtag BlackoutPod at gmail.com, or give us a little call, like our three different distinguished people call today 3853 BLAKPC. Or three eight five three two five two five seven two. Yep. Hit up hooks. Hit up hooksrub dot com. Etsy dot com mm-hmm. slash shop slash hooks rubs and species spices. People and uh, spices. get yourself some S-P-I-C-S. get yourself some of that flavor so you could dig a hole in your backyard and bury a pig, season it up, mm-hmm. let it smoke in the ground. Yes, sir. Or you could just smoke it in your pit if yes, you got sir. one. That is Maybe. true. Or you don't even do need it. one of those. You can just put it in your everyday food on the stove or in the oven. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There you go. 175. It's the blackout. Oven. 
stove, you know, any of that stuff. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, man, cooked shrimp and spices. I've actually, I've actually thought about something. So I have a friend uh, named Marcus Malden who plays Brick on the Borderlands video game series. So I, we need to try to get him on the show because this dude is hilarious. Uh, one of my good friends from the DFW area. Uh, he made a he made a comment on one of the uh, one of the Black History Month posts, Pitmaster post that I did, and you know he made a comment, and to me it said to feed and educate, and I was like, all, I've always tried to figure out which charity to, con- to constantly link up with Coach Rub. I've done some charity work with it in the past, but I really need to add something so I can you know maybe give a portion of proceeds that I make to you know charity or do some other work with charity. But that term sort of stuck out with me to feed and educate. So I'm going to start adding that to post But I want to come up with something that speaks to, to feed and educate. Uh, uh, maybe it's classes for kids, you know, uh, or adults. Maybe it's maybe it's doing classes for kids at Cherry. Uh, you know, whenever Corona starts to lift, or you know, even virtual versions of that. I need to figure out how to do that to incorporate that because you know that is something that I've always been uh, interested and passionate about. I've just never found the way A and just never made enough money B uh, to actually make that uh, a thing. And then you know more recently, I think that that has been turning the corner, uh, become reality. So cool. Yeah. So want to brainstorm? We can brainstorm that. Anyway, okay. Educate the So on that note, I'm out. I'm blacking out at 10:42 a.m. Oh shucks, we gotta go shopping. Yeah, 11:42 here. We'll be out.